0: Our, our, our main thing that I always talk to all of our coaches about, there's, there's two state championships we'd always like to win. We'd like to win when they're 12 and we'd like to win when they're in 12th grade.
1: Welcome back to Moms in Baseball. This is episode 88 and I'm Stephanie.
2: And I'm Diana. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with Matt Distelrath. Matt has an impressive resume for coaching. We kind of are loosely acquainted with him just through the travel baseball world in Michigan. He is a father of two sons. He started coaching way back in 2004, just like doing Little League coaching, and he even coached Jake Cronenworth's Little League baseball team in 2006. He's currently the varsity basketball coach at St. Clair, and he has also coached his son's um, local travel slash little league baseball team and that's kind of what we're here to talk with him about today is that really interesting um combination team that he's coached because um, not too many coaches have teams where their travel team is solely made up with kids that all go to the same school so we're going to talk with matt today about how that works welcome matt
0: oh thank you
1: why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with coaching
0: yeah yeah so uh I mean, I started coaching baseball uh, in 04, I'd have been like 22 years old, uh, just started coaching Little League, basically, just as a hobby. And uh, we had a group of dads that said, hey, why don't you take this, te- take the all star team, play with them all year, do it like a travel team. And and we did it that year. And we had a pretty good team, we had mostly 11 year olds playing 12s. And then the next year, we had had them all back again. And And honestly, we were, we were probably the best team in the state and we lost to the best pitcher. So we thought we were like, oh, this is flipping easy. We're just going to coach like this all the time (laughs) and hadn't had a team that good sit. I mean, we've had had a lot of success here at St. Clair. Um, We, we, we kind of joke that we're the best single high school, little league team in the state, because that's kind of how our whole thing started is we were getting those kids all ready to play in high school together. Um, You know, our kids go to middle school together. They go to high school together. They play little league together. Um, I know a lot of leagues are multiple high schools. Uh, you know, the Midlands, the Bay cities, the gross points. Um, those are all schools that, so we started, we decided we're going to start a travel team and we did it with all little league kids, or all St. Clair kids. And we usually stopped at 12 because at that point we felt like kids you'd have some kids that wanted it a higher level. There, there's still travel teams a lot of times of St. Clair kids but not to the level that we feel that we do it now. Um, so, so we kind of think of ourselves as like a farm system. So I started doing that. And then actually, uh, I'm the varsity basketball coach at St. Clair. Uh, so I, so I coached that also, uh, I coached basketball in college, Concordia in Ann Arbor. Oh, okay. So, so I, I did, I did that. I played basketball and baseball there, then coached there for 11 years. No, not that long. No, nine years. And then, uh, New AD came in, got rid of a lot of people. So then I uh, came back home to Saint Clair and uh, started the travel team back up again. After we, I did it while I was at Concordia for a while too, but there was about four years at the end there where we didn't do it, and then we brought it back and have been running it since thirteen back again here. And and actually, my oldest son, uh, his team, we started when he was six, and the rest of the team was seven. Okay, and we pl- we played all the way together till thirteen. And we, that's the team that we go and we scrimmage Trevor every once in a while.
2: Yes. Um, so that would be like a 14U team this year, correct? They're
0: 14U. Um, my son actually, we we uh, when he played, he played 13U travel all season this year with that team. Okay. And then for little for little league, he went back down to All Stars for 12, and we freaking lost in the semis two to one. I'm still sick because we were the best team there.
2: To ta- was that to night. Taylor North by chance?
0: No, we beat Taylor North in pool play six nothing, throwing our three, four, and five hitters or pitchers, and we we lost to Commerce. Commerce had a kid six foot throwing seventy five. Oh, and and we just couldn't hit him. We we were and if we would have beat them, we would have beat Gross Point the next time. Okay, but but we just couldn't couldn't hit him. Uh, and so now he, so after that, we decided uh, a couple things. One, because I am the varsity basketball coach, and the travel team that I that was thirteen this past year. Eight of those kids play basketball, so I'm going to get those kids back. Nine of the original ten, or no, ten of the original eleven are still on that team. So it was it was time for them to not listen to me anymore.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> and,
0: and, and I'm going to get I'm going to get eight of them back in basketball in the next three years. So figured we had to separate. Um, my son, we wanted a higher level for him, and we put him back in his own age group, and we tried out for uh, Hit Dogs, Mantos, the Hits. They're like the number two team in all the rankings. And then the South Oakland A's. And we decided to go with the South Oakland A's. So he's so this will be the first year since he was has ever played baseball that I'm not coaching him. So that's interesting.
2: That is very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to not feel offended that you guys didn't try out for Trevor's River Dogs team since we did beat that Mato's <laughs> team twice. But I talked okay,
0: I talked okay. I talked t- t- <laughs> t- actually, I don't know if Trevor told you this, but when I was trying out for those, I called Trevor and asked him opinion on all three. And I was like, if you if you guys if you guys were forty five minutes closer, we'd come play for you. But we're we're driving forty five minutes instead of an hour and probably about an hour and forty five for you guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I get it. I'm just giving yep. a hard time. That's like yeah, that team was like our number one. Like we ran in the. It was one of those like where you just no matter what tournament we went to, we'd end up playing them, and we'd play them in an elimination game in playoffs. Like oh my gosh, every tournament like. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: So 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 when we tried out for those, I I actually let Jackson, my oldest, I let him choose. I said I sat down with him and like I like I always told kids when I was recruiting them, this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna lay out the the pluses and the minuses of each, and it's your decision. We're you know we'll back you and we'll help you, but what do you want to do? And he just he felt more comfortable with the kids and the coaches at the A's. And they're and they're they're pretty good. Like when I talked to Trevor, he said they're probably the third of the teams, but they're not far off.
2: Right. And
0: and, and they picked up three kids that, and all the scrimmages are batting one, two, and three. So he thinks they're going to be a lot better.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm personally not super familiar with them, but I am always with my oldest son since Trevor coaches yeah. max. I'm, yeah. I only get to catch, you know, so many of their games. So I, I don't think I've ever seen them play the A's, but, um, that's, I didn't realize that your son was the same, was the same age as, uh, as my max because he always, you know, played up and I, I know at least one time they've played your team way back in like eight you or yeah. nine you or something. I
0: think we, we used to scrimmage at Saginaw Valley all the time at, at like 10 and 11. We would come up there. He would rent the space and we'd come up and play in like the beginning of March, usually.
2: Right. Okay. So
0: Jason Ball is the one that hooked me up with Trevor.
2: Gotcha. Oh, okay. Nice. And Jason Ball is a throwback because we've also talked to him. What was mm-hmm. that episode, Stephanie? Any chance you remember? No. It,
0: it, no. It, 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 and I met him through Little League. And oh. I talked I talked to him probably weekly and we just coached. He coached it when he coached at Northwest and I was coaching St. Clair. And it wasn't my, you know, I coached the all-star team. I've probably done it 15 times without my son. And, uh, uh, you know, the one year we had Cronenworth, we had Tyler Mott who plays for the Vancouver Canucks. And then we had seven other kids who played college baseball.
2: Okay. So what year would this have been? Like, are you
0: 2006?
2: Like Jake Cronenworth? Yes. Okay. Really? (laughs) So you
1: were the coach, were you also the little league coach and then became the all-star coach or no, you just did the all-stars.
0: Yeah. I was actually okay. Jake's regular. I was Jake's regular season coach for four years. And his, his, his dad is actually the reason I got into coaching.
2: Okay. Um,
0: he coached his older son and I was umpiring as like a college kid to make money. Um, And he said, Hey, my younger son, Jake, him and I are like oil and vinegar. I can't <laughs> coach. I, I can't coach him. <laughs> He's like, so I'll stay on as the manager. So you automatically get him in the draft because our little league is nine through 12.
2: Okay. So yep.
0: some so nine yep. nine year olds can go up and you don't redraft.
2: Yep. So that's ours works uh, that way
1: too.
0: Yep. I, I really like it because then you practice with your team in the off season. You get, you know, we, we've been doing that forever. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Jake's dad, Charlie was the manager that year. And then me and my, uh, my best friend who actually is my brother-in-law now, he, we married sisters. Yeah. <laughs> we we've been coaching. He's what I've been coaching little league with together this whole time. Uh,
1: oh my gosh. And, that is so cool.
0: Yeah. So we, he took us on as his coaches. He coached that first year. We got, we got Jake automatically. And then he stepped out of the dugout the next year. Just to let us coach <laughs> Jake.
2: So w- talk to us about Jake Cronenworth as a little league baseball player.
0: <laughs> uh, he was absolutely tiny.
2: Oh, was he?
1: Oh, okay. Oh
0: yeah. Um, He was a little kid, but he was, I mean, he was obviously good. Um, Mm -hmm. He was, he was, uh, he never struck out uh, (laughs) great mechanics. The kids on the team always joked. And and like I said, this is a very talented team. We had another kid who ended up going to the NHL. um, He could have played college baseball if he wanted to. And then we had four or five other guys who played college baseball.
2: And didn't Jake play? Like, wasn't he a big time hockey player too?
0: He was, he was when, when they were younger, uh, Tyler Mott, like baseball more and Jake like hockey more. And then they ended up one in the NHL and one playing major league baseball. Crazy. Um, Wow.
1: But
0: but the kids, the kids joke that when you go over to Jake's house, uh, you better be ready to not play video games and long toss. (laughs) Cause he would just want to go outside and long toss.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Really? Oh, uh, so he was like a hard worker on and off,
0: huh? Oh yeah. In, in, uh, he pitched the quarterfinals against gross point that year. And Kurt Gibson's son was on that team. (laughs) And Jake and Jake and Kirk's son played hockey together. So Charlie and Jake's dad introduced me to Kirk between the games and, and whatever. So we talked to him. Um, so after we beat them, uh, Kirk Gibson came over to us and said, you know, our coach underestimated you guys when he saw how tiny Jake was. And and I told him, I said, "You." Kirk Gibson said, did you see how he's preparing? Because he was doing the, I mean, he was doing the long toss. He was doing the bands as a, as a 12-year-old and, and he pitched awesome. We beat him like four to three in a great game and but yeah i mean he was in just the the coolest thing they had uh i don't know if you know this but his mom passed away when he was like two or three
2: yeah yes i did and, i mean i didn't know he was that young but i I did know his mom passed away it was, it was cancer right
0: yeah she had a brain tumor
2: oh, gosh. um Aww.
0: so so he was raised by grandma and grandpa i mean and dad but grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. were they lived through their backyard so it was like their house was behind them in town here um but Jake would uh Jake, grandma was always with Jake and grandpa was always with Jake's older brother who was also Charlie so we had grandma with us all the time and she would pay for everything they uh they sold Aww. a plastic plant they sold they owned a plastic plant here in town and they sold it in like the late 90s and she I always say she couldn't take the money with her so she bought Aww. the whole team bats she always paid for the uniforms when uh, when we go to tournaments me and my buddy who I coached with we never paid for our hotel room one time
2: uh
0: they were just the awesomest people and and they still are charlie uh we switched so our our travel organizations the longhorns and this year for 13 years, we were the padres because jake and charlie paid for the team
2: oh my goodness oh that's so cool
0: so so we got our uniforms were identical to the padres
2: oh Um, so cool
0: we took the san diego and turned the, the d into a c
2: Oh, for mm-hmm. St. Clair. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, so, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. And, um, I texted with him actually for, he's, he's, he's a very shy, introverted kid.
2: Is he? Okay. I,
0: I say kid. He's not really kid. <laughs> I know, more, but,
2: but you <laughs> coached him when he was 12. So, I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, so you, when you text with Jake, you don't get a lot back.
2: Uh uh-huh. But,
0: uh, but I got a few one word answers today when I talked to him for a minute. I, I um, bet
2: he's, um, flying ha- pretty high today. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, how could he not be, um, <laughs> Right. But, I I mean, the crazy thing about him is, I mean, he was borderline ready to be not cut, but, I mean, in Tampa Bay, he was not moving up at all. And he got traded to San Diego, and uh, Eric Hosmer got the stomach flu. He started that day, had two doubles, and he hasn't given a spot up since.
2: Yeah. Wow. For our listeners, um, we're recording this on Sunday, October 16th. So yesterday, Jake Cronenworth had a, I guess it was like a go-ahead, Single, right? That that yep, that yep, broke to, the tie. The yep, yep. So, um yeah, kind of kind of a a big game yesterday, and in LA's out of it, and San Diego's moving on. Mm-hmm. They're moving on. And um I love that we're talking about Jake Cronenworth because I kind of put here in my notes that we put together pre-show, like we need to ask you about Jake Cronenworth because Jake Cronenworth is from St. Clair, and I know that there's like this huge like um, just amazing, like cult following of Jake Cronenworth from St. Clair, because how cool that one of your own has gone on and is doing what he's doing with San Diego. And, um, but I didn't know <laughs> if there was yeah. really, I didn't know for sure if there was really any connection there or not. So, wow. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, I had him for four years in, in the regular season. And then we coached, t- I coached him two years on the all-stars. Um, in and, and yeah, I mean, he's, uh, we saw his dad at church last Sunday. And uh, we're walking out and he grabs me, my youngest son. And he's like, come to the car with me. And Charlie takes him to the car and he hands him three bobbleheads. He just carries them around in his trunk to hand out. Um,
2: <laughs> who doesn't like hear bobbleheads of their son I, in their trunk? I totally would. I totally would. How cool is that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that is cool.
0: So that, that was the day they were supposed to play the Mets in the third game. And I was like, you're not at the game. He's like, ah, I just couldn't get away from work. But if they win, I'll go to, I'll go to San Diego. So,
2: so he was in San Diego so cool. for this. Uh, yes. Oh, wow. What a great game to be
0: at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, uh, St. Clair is a, a crazy baseball town. Um, you know, we're a smaller school division two. Um, but, but I mean, almost, I would say 95% of the kids who suit up for our varsity someday played little league till 12, Okay. Um, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Um, in, in our varsity coaches have always been involved with little league. They've always, you know, been around our travel. You know, we, we go out and we don't play Little League tournaments. We go and play travel tournaments with our kids. Um, not mm-hmm. not always at eight as much, but as you get to be 10, 11, 12, we're starting to really expose them to better competition to try to get them ready for, uh, you know, that high school level. Uh, Jake's team actually went on and won the state championship. So we lost in the state finals when they were 12 in Little League, but when they were, were seniors in high school, they won the state title.
1: Oh, Oh, nice.
0: They were hoping to play. They beat Grand Rapids Catholic Central, or Grand Rapids Christian in the state championship, but Mount Pleasant lost the other semis. And who beat us in Little League was Union Township, yep. which is Mount Pleasant. And the pitcher who beat us when we were 12, Evan Hill, was Jake's roommate at Michigan and had and when he played there. So they, wow. they were hoping to play Mount, Mount Pleasant in the state finals to redeem their Little League loss, but they <laughs> lost the semis to Grand Rapids uh, Christian.
2: Wow. How cool. What a small world that is though. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: So one of the Facebook many, many Facebook groups that I'm part of is like Jake from I think it's Jake from Saint Clair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, which is, that just is a, so cool. It's a great Facebook name, first of all, for a group right. but even though I'm nowhere near Saint Clair, I we're over an hour away. Um it's just cool to me that there's this like just really amazing community following behind him. And so I guess that's my way of trying to um be part of that is to be in that group. <laughs> and
0: there, yeah. There's a guy who runs the San Diego Padres like fan page, and he he direct messaged me when he saw I posted something about uh, the batting cage at our field uh, is named after Jake's grandma okay. uh, because it, when when she passed away, all the money went to St. Clair Little League.
2: Oh my gosh! So oh, so we so, so cool.
0: we, we have we have a night nice, we have a nice two tunnel outdoor batting cage with turf, and it's got a sign. It's signed, it sign says Grandma Cronenworth because everybody called her Grandma. Um, mm-hmm. and so that so I posted that. And this guy, he was actually he was from out and out, not Carroll, but out that way. He he was from there and moved to San Diego. So he messaged me right away and said he knew where Saint Clair was, and 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 I I'm trying to think where it was. It wasn't Sandusky, but it was something up in that that area, maybe Dryden or something. But now he lives in San Diego and runs this Padres fan page.
2: Oh. That's amazing. And I bet grandma would just absolutely love that based on what you said about her and
1: yeah. how oh, much yeah. she
2: gave to the little league and
1: absolutely. That is so cool. So, um, going back, how did you do the travel team with the kids on and during the little league season? How did that work?
0: So our little league, uh, has turned to, so after the first couple of years of us running the, 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 tr- the travel team, our little league plays Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and that's, it okay. uh, our major our, our major boys okay right um and, and some of the younger ages play monday too but but our older boys only play those days to help with you know arm care days off um in the other thing we did is is our all-star coaches used to be picked by how you finished in the majors so if you got first mm-hmm. place you got first pick of yeah. what all-star team you wanted uh when we started doing more travel outside we got rid of that and we said you know what we're going to you know, we're going to make it competitive, but we're not going to, our, our regular season coaches are going to work with the travel travel team coaches to make sure we're not overexerting kids' arms. So if you're not playing, I mean, you're, you're always playing for something because they're keeping score, but if you're not, it's not life or death per se, right. uh, you're not going to, you're going to give, for one, you're not going to throw kids too much in two, you're going to give kids opportunities to pitch that you probably wouldn't. So, so we, we switch that over. And it's really been great for our league as a whole.
2: Absolutely. So, I guess I have so many questions about this. So, first of all, <laughs> um, you you, you kind of touched on it, but but I I just want to clarify. So, the the quote unquote like travel team, the St. Clair Longhorns slash yes. ri- last year the St. Clair Padres, they were all St. Clair kids. Like, do they all go to the same school?
0: They all go to the same school. Uh, one of the so th- because Little League and, and the Little League rule is. You can't pick your all-star team beforehand, right? And so our rule, our rule for our travel organization is you have to play Saint Clair Little League to play on our travel team.
2: Oh, so okay. we,
0: when you when you do it that way, it's not illegal. If okay. you do it the other way and say you have to play Little League if you want to if you want to play on our travel team, whatever. So we do it that way. So it's all kids inside of our Little League boundaries, mm. um, because our 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 goals to to better our our Little League and to better our high school. So because they're all. The same area in the same town in the same league, we're able to do that. Um, whereas some leagues have multiple high schools, they don't have that long-term vision, I guess.
1: True.
2: Right. Yep. So how does that work um, when it comes time? Like how do you guys choose your all-star team? Is it the exact same team as your travel team? Are there trials? Do the coaches choose? How does that work? I,
0: I've had to, I've had to lack I've had to not take kids who are on my travel team because they didn't you know they didn't have a good enough Oof. season uh it's mm-hmm. been there's been some tough there's been some tough moments but uh one thing we do uh you know at the beginning of the year with our meeting with our our longhorn teams is we make sure every coach tells them being on this team doesn't guarantee you a spot on the all-star team that's oh. a completely different vote. we do, we have a we have a voting process in our league uh vote all the managers and the majors vote and then the manager can can select some manager picks uh at the end but but it's all voted on by the managers of the league. And it's basically two, it's two separate entities. The Longhorns has have their own bank account. Little League has theirs. Longhorns have their own equipment, uh, their uniforms. I mean, obviously there's a blended line. That's how it's going to be like that. But, but we make sure we follow every rule the best we can because in our district, we R- Richmond's real good. Uh, Ira Township's been good. Marysville's decent. There's some good leagues. So we make sure we follow all the rules because we don't want them saying we're not, I guess. Right. Um,
1: yeah, you don't want anybody to question.
0: But, but now everybody else is doing it too. We were the first ones to really start doing that around here. Now everybody has a, a, a team kind of. Um, obviously, uh, we, we, we've dominated our districts. So they haven't caught up yet, but it, it's made our district better. Um, everybody, you know, getting on board and playing extra baseball. But we, we pick our team right now, basically, for next year. And most coaches don't do a tryout. I'm I'm not a fan of a tryout myself for, for this type of thing. Okay. Uh, just because I always tell when, when parents complain to me, I said your your tryout was all last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to sit for an hour and watch. Bring a bunch of kids to one spot and then call and tell them no mm-hmm. from our from our league. I'm gonna I'll watch you. We'll we'll figure it out. And we've had to we've had to monkey a few spots here or there. But but typically we don't. Um, we we usually have. 10 to 10 to 12 on our, our travel teams. If the groups, you know, I kind of pick the coaches for each age group when they're eight and that coach kind of stays with them through. I always tell people to start small. Like my, I, I have a younger son. And so I'm doing this all over again. Uh, We were eight you last year. So we'll be nine you this year. And we had 10 kids this year. And that was because I didn't want to pick a kid and have to, you know, pick a borderline kid this year and then have to tell them no next year kind of, I want to add up to 12 as we go along.
2: Right. This is on your, the travel team, the, are they the Our Longhorns or are they the Padres? Yeah,
0: yeah. The only, the only one that got to be the Padres was last year. It was, was my, was my okay. boys that went, went from all the way down to, they were the only ones last year.
2: Okay. The 13-year team last oh. year.
0: Okay. Correct. Yeah.
2: And, and so you said your son left that team, he's moving on to the Oakland, I forgot what the name South of the team, Oakland, South, South Oakland, Oakland a's. East, yep. this year. Um, and so is, is that team, like all the kids are kind of going their own way from this point on? Uh,
0: the, the rest went two different ways. A couple kids played for, it's called East coast, uh, Michigan baseball. Okay. They're out of Port Huron. Uh, two kids went to that team and the rest of the kids all stayed together and started their own team down at hits. So me and the same two dads have coached the team the whole time. We, we all said that they, they need to be away from us. I mean, yes. So. The HITS hired a coach for them. They're going to use their trainers. They're going to use their facility.
2: Is this HITS, like three and two HITS? Correct, yes. Okay. So
0: they're they're just going to be another one of their 14 new teams this year.
2: Gotcha.
0: So we had 11, or no, we had 12. So nine of the boys went there, and they actually picked up two other kids from St. Clair.
1: Okay. So it's basically
0: an all-St. Clair team playing out of HITS. Wow. Uh, well, our, our varsity baseball coach is, is the hitting trainer at HITS.
1: Okay.
2: So that
0: kind of worked out oh, good for, cool. for everybody. Yeah.
2: Do you just have the two the two boys then?
0: I have two boys. Uh, yep. Jackson is he'll be playing thirteen U next year in seventh grade, and Max is going to be playing nine U next year and is in second grade. And he's got the worst little league birthday you can have.
2: Oh, is it in he's, April?
0: Uh, no, no, they changed it because
2: oh, little, little, little league now. Little league, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah, like so he could play travel eight U again next year because he's in August. August or end of August birthday.
1: Yeah. August, you totally get screwed.
2: Yeah, you're right. And I've got a max with an August birthday and he would have an absolutely terrible end of August, but we didn't, we don't do actual little league. So our quote unquote little league rec ball follows travel baseball. Yeah. Okay. So it's not as bad.
0: So, so we, so my wife and I, uh, in, in the nice thing is my wife played college volleyball. Her dad's a high school softball coach. Um, her nephew pitches for, he was Eastern's number one pitcher. He transferred to, uh, Troy, in Alabama okay he's gonna pitch there so very she's very athletic minded so it works out awesome so she, yeah. she gets the, the the thing she coaches a middle school volleyball here and oh and she's yeah so very coach coachy but uh uh we, we were just talking the other day about our our max uh it's gonna be like playing up like Jackson always did except he's not gonna get the bonus little league year that Jackson just got this year oh,
2: so yeah. mm-hmm.
0: besides that he'll always play up so it'll push him and, and make him better.
1: Absolutely. I have one question for you. So what do you think the positives or the negatives are to having this local travel team that competes at this travel level? So like, you know, most, like you were saying, like Midland and Bay City, we do pull from quite a bit of area. So what what do you think is your positives and negatives to your local travel team?
0: So so the positive for sure would be that we had 12 kids that played. I mean, we played a lot of double A in some major teams too. Uh, so we had 12 kids that were playing at that level. Uh, we always, I always joked, like every time I coached third, I would ask the coach, how many, ki- how many high schools will your kids go to? And they'd say five to eight. And he'd be, what about you? And I'd say one. And he could never believe that. So I think that's a huge positive is that these 12 kids got to play at that level. Um, a negative would be when we got to Sunday, because we wanted to compete and we wanted to win games. So we would throw our top guys early on to try to get there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and the, the the negative for us would always be depth
2: right um, yeah know, pulling yeah. pulling
0: from one small school our eight nine ten batters aren't going to be as good as the 8 nine ten that are pulling from all of macomb county or all of Washtenaw county or or these you know and our five six pitchers weren't going to be as good that was the ne- the negative for us is that we didn't you know we were a 500 team we were never going to win any tournaments just because of that depth but we were competitive enough that we felt we could keep doing it
2: yeah. I, and I I know yep. that's what Trevor tried explaining to me um when he suggested we talk to you is that n- there are other teams that are are playing are staying together as a group like their little league all-star team is staying together as a group and they're entering some other tournaments but not many of them are are doing travel tournaments together to the extent that that you guys did and playing at the level the level of competition that you guys did um all from just one school and not picking up a few kids here and there. Cause I, I, he's mentioned that before. And I'm like, so if, you know, let's just say hypothetically we move to Port Huron and, you know, we've got a kid who's a stud and he wants to come play for the St. Clair Longhorns. Like the answer is no, right? No. Yeah. Unless
0: you want to move, unless you want to move here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got to move in the city lines. There. Gotcha. Or,
2: or, or,
0: or, or just go to school here. You not not got to. Oh yeah, your... that's
1: true. Yeah, you can do the school too. Yep. Okay. School of choice. Yep.
0: I hear it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because our, our our main thing that I always talk to all of our coaches about there's there's two state championships we'd always like to win. We'd like to win when they're 12, and we'd like to win when they're in 12th grade. Yeah. So those are our two main goals. So that's kind of what we're pushing for. Um, you know, we 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 would like to win other ones too, but but we're when you're in little league, we're always gearing up for that 12 year old year, and we're ultimately. Long term down the road, looking at that high school twelfth grade year,
2: right, so just as your as your Jake Cronenworth example, you guys didn't quite make it um, as state champions your in two thousand six, I think you said it was, but then they yeah. were they were state champs um in high school so yes
0: that one that one that one burns every time I think about it. <laughs>
1: Well, Diana and I have said this before, but we, um, we love little league and doing travel baseball at the same time. Like we just think that community, um, atmosphere and playing with kids that live, you know, down the street from you and having that community kind of rally around you is just, you can't even measure that. Like, it's just amazing to have that kind of perspective and add to it as well as doing travel. So we totally appreciate that. and, And we love what you're doing. My question is, what is your favorite baseball experience so far?
0: Uh, I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, they're all, they're all different. Um, I, I joke that, you know, I coach, like I said, a ton of uh, district finals. But uh, this year, I was the most nervous I'd ever been because the pitcher on the mound had the same last name as me for the first time ever. So, I mean, oh, when it, yeah. when it, you know, I've gone to states a ton of times, but, but going the last two years with Jackson – and especially this year, as he was a 12 year old and, and kind of the the, the big dog, um, that would probably be number number one. Uh, there's a ton of number twos. I mean, even just just little things like you know our all star practices and having the past kids who are playing in college come back and throw like like that's something that not everybody sees, but that's just a really cool experience. You know, being able to do that this long. That uh, Jared Toby, he just he plays Double A for the Tigers. He plays Little League for us. Uh, the COVID year because minors got shut down. He was at almost all of our practices, just coming and throwing and working with kids. And and so to be able to to see that and see our kids looking up to those kids, you know, that's probably the the coolest thing overall too.
2: So we know that last year in district, or er, you guys obviously won districts because you said you lost in the semifinals for the Little League um, in Little League States. How did they yeah. do? I Forgive me if you already said this. How did you guys do this year? Well,
0: that, that was this year.
2: Oh, that was, the that was this
0: year when he was 12. Yeah. Oh. When he was 12. When he, when he went down to 12, okay. uh, when we, when we were 11, when he was 11 and the rest of our boys were 12, we lost in the same spot um, to, 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 we lose. Oh, Bay City, Southwest team. They were really good. That to, Southwest team last year.
2: Bay City?
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: was it for 11 U or was it for the 12 U team?
0: That was, that was 12 U.
2: Okay. Huh.
0: And they, and uh-huh. they lost the Taylor. Oh, yeah, they were in the finals. They were really yeah, good. They
2: were really city. nice team. Stephanie yeah. would know that better than I am because she's the 11. Stephanie's, um, a Midland. Yep. We are Northeast Midland. Yep.
0: Northeast. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They had a good, they had, I talked to their coach this year. They had a good team this year too. They were a lot of 11 year olds.
1: Yep. They did. Yeah. It was a very young yeah, team. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I've, so uh, Chad. They, you probably talked yeah, to Chad. Chad. Yep. I talked to Chad. Yep. It's, it's uh-huh. fun. little leagues, a, little leagues, a big organization, but it's small at the same time. Yeah. Uh, all these, mm-hmm. you know, all these people, uh, especially now with Facebook. Your fa- you become Facebook friends so you can uh, scout and...
2: <laughs> scouting on Facebook so for true. sure yeah. and like stalk you like Diana no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well I told Stephanie I'm like I don't know much about Matt so I been requested him yesterday so I could stalk him just a little bit but I didn't see a whole lot <laughs> I'm probably
0: not on there enough <laughs>
2: this is how we get our guests <laughs> is there anything that we haven't talked about so far that you would like to make sure we touch on
0: I mean, I mean, I do think you know a lot of people will 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 say they want to try to do you know I've talked to other people that want to try to do what we've been doing mm-hmm. and in in the the one hard thing is is getting your your older your older coaches your high school coaches involved because you can't what it, it, you're trying to do this you can't lose kids okay you have yeah. to I mean if you're going to be competitive you have to have the best kids <laughs> or you know if you're going to try to be competitive with people that are pulling from everywhere and you're a smaller community, you can't lose kids. You got to keep all your best kids and you got to make it, make it viable. And, and so it's a double-edged sword. You want to play the best competition, but you got to make sure you keep those kids. And and if you lose some, then you can't, then you can't get them back. And it, it's tough to, to do. But yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to do this, you've got to have the varsity coaches involved and, and your parents got to buy into the bigger picture in the, the end goal.
2: Right. I feel like that would be the hardest part, and I think the part that surprises me the most is I, as you've been talking, I've been thinking, like, that's great. I could see that you could get, like, a handful of kids from your community, but what about those, you know, two, three, four kids and parents here and here that they want to play for somebody better? or They want to play for somebody, you know, a certain team on their back. Like, do you guys, I mean, were you guys really able to get, basically, like, all the kids?
0: Well, so the first couple years we did it were 06, 07, 08. 06 was- Cronenworth and those kids who ended up going on to college and playing, win a state title in high school. The next group had the next two groups. We lost the state semis two years in a row again, and and had four or five college guys. Uh, a kid named Jared Toby who p- pitched at Wayne State and then played in the minors. Um, a couple kids that played at Grand Valley or I can't played at Grand Valley and a couple other uh, NAI type players.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so the fact that I think when we started it then there was results both in the high school guys playing in college, uh, us winning. It made it easy. I mean, if if we don't, if we don't win right out the bat, who knows where it goes from there? Uh, You know, one of our, one of the kids that we had, you know, not that long ago is is the starting second baseman at Saginaw Valley right now. And there's kid at Cleary, there's kids here, there's kids there. Um, But I don't think we get all that. If Jake Cronenworth and those guys don't, I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't really a lot. Travel wasn't as big back then, right? Yeah. So what we were doing was kind of all they could really have. And as travel got bigger, because we had this established entity, I think it was easy to keep as opposed to try to start in the 2010s, 11s, 12s. uh You know, 2010, 11 to 12, when travel ball, I felt really kind of exploded. Then uh, there's way more teams now. I mean, hits three and two hits has four, fourteen new teams, three, thirteen. You know. Right. There's, there's teams everywhere now back Mm -hmm. then it wasn't like that. So for us, someone trying to start it now probably isn't going to have, they probably could still have the same success we've been having, but it might be a little tougher to keep it going down the road because we got lucky when we started, I think.
2: Yeah, you guys got lucky or or you did something you did something right either way. But yeah, I would think that
0: probably a combination of the two.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I think it sounds great to all of us, right? Like especially Stephanie and I where we both really strongly believe in the in the community ball, whether that's Little League or or rec ball and the travel baseball because you can get benefits from both, but if they could all be with that same group of kids, you know, that that would be amazing, but like you said you need you need everybody. So, yeah. That's, that's really cool that you guys were able to pull that off.
0: So we'll, we'll see if I can keep, I'm try like I said, I'm, I'm now back at nine. So I got to try to do it all over again.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if,
0: see that's if overwhelming.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. overwhelming to go back to, uh, you know, from uh 13, 13 in, in to my,
0: nine. In, in my, my youngest is a really good ball player too, but he does football and he prefers football and basketball mm-hmm. where my oldest is, he played, my oldest plays all three as well. Um, but baseball is, by far his number one. So it's tough to, I mean, putting it all, it's easy for me to call a million practices with that older group because mine would be waiting in the car for me. Mm
2: -hmm. Now with the younger one, I gotta,
0: I gotta drag him along. He he loves the games, but I gotta drag him along for baseball. But if I told him we had basketball or football practice, he'd run out in the car. (laughs) So, but I mean, they're, they're both obviously with me being the varsity basketball coach, they're both in the gym all the time too. So yeah, there's really there's really no uh no downtime for him anyway.
2: So how do you feel like it's going to go this year being in the stands watching your older son play when you're not part of the coaching staff?
0: So we we they've had three scrimmages and some practices. I try to stay down the foul line in a way as much as I can. <laughs> um uh well it's it's going better now than like my he he, he jumped down and played uh with the 12U kids. Uh, without me coaching them during the middle of the travel season this past year. And my wife was like, oh, man, this is going to be nice having you sit next to me. You never sit next to me in a game ever. And about the third (laughs) inning, she's like, I wish you wouldn't sit next to me. (laughs) I get the point.
2: Be careful what you wish for, right? Yeah. Yeah. My husband will never sit next to me either when we actually get to sit, but it's more more him choosing not to sit with me, not the other way around. But yeah, it is what it is. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so so, but but I think I think since then I've I've, I've gotten better and, and he he's 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 doing good. He's enjoying it and it, it's it's really good for him. Uh, he was always one of the even though he was playing up, he was always still our leadoff hitter, and he was always you knew he was always going to play second or short. Where now he's still kind of playing there, but he's got to bust his butt. There's kids nipping at his heels, and that's what we wanted for him.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I know I don't know what I have no idea what your son's like, but for a lot of sons, they would. um they're going to listen to another coach giving them advice in a different way than they're going to listen to dad giving them advice. So, oh, absolutely, I can totally see the the benefit in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think that's all we have to talk with you yeah. about today. But we really, really appreciate you coming on. It was so oh, nice no chatting with you and learning yes. about your program because I think others could learn from your example for sure.
0: It's de- it's definitely unique.
2: <laughs> it is. It really is. It is. Thank you well, so I appreciate much. Matt. You hey, no problem. All right. We'll have a nice night.
0: You too. All right.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: You can now listen to our episodes directly from our Moms in Baseball Facebook page. If you subscribe on Facebook, you will get a notification whenever we release a new episode. Feel free to also join our Facebook group, Parents in Baseball. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe and make sure you share with your friends because friends share with friends. (laughs) Until then, have fun at the fields.
2: We'll see you next week. It just occurred to me that we say, I'll see you next week. And it's really in two weeks. I know. I know.
1: (laughs) We can't wreck it now. Diana, what are you going to say? We'll see you every other week.
2: (laughs) Yeah.